So I actually have siblings in the car with me this week. Uh, are you guys, do you get along? Or are you dysfunctional? Oh, the two of us? I thought you meant your siblings. You mean no, we are like, siblings? Wow, I'm missing. You would think I saw everyone in the car. Oh, we get along are those okay, the only two options? I'll let, I'll let my brother answer. Well, here's the thing. If you're stuck in a dysfunctional family plan, it's time for you to make the switch over to Boost Mobile. Right now, you can switch to Boost Mobile's best family plan, and you're a family, so this is a natural, uh, and get four lines for only $100 a month. With Metro PCS, yeah, you can only get two gigs per line for the same price. And when you switch to Boost today, you can get up to four free phones. It's the best value in wireless among national prepaid carriers, and it's all powered by the fast and reliable Sprint Nationwide Network, which I'm on, which is what I use every week for Caracon Carne. That's how we do Facebook Live. That's how I take pictures. The camera on my Samsung S8 is amazing. Uh, so, four lines, 100 bucks a month. What are you waiting for? Boost makes it easy to switch. And switching, gentlemen, makes it easy to save. Offer ends on June 1st, so just a couple days away. Uh, you do need one line to port in to be eligible for that and with that let's do this thing <laughs> let's do this that was awesome that was well done that was <laughs> really, yeah that was nicely delivered. so we're done yeah that's yep, it it's been a pleasure good night everybody can i have my sandwich it's car con carne let's eat in the car it's car con carne and now here's the star of our show It is Car Con Carne, the world's only food podcast recorded in a car. That car is my Mazda 3. My Mazda 3 is parked on Lincoln Avenue by Bryn Mawr, right? Bryn Mawr? Yeah. Uh, by that uh, long line of sleazy no-tell motels. Whoa, whoa, whoa with the sleazy. And uh, I'm here with the honorable Hot Doug Zone. Good afternoon. And the, evening. the aforementioned sibling team of Chris and Nick Marcos. And yeah. here's where it all becomes really interesting. We went to high school together. What? That whoa, was whoa, I, that wasn't me. Except for Hot Doug. The Marcos brothers have just completed the Hot Dugs documentary. Everything that led up to the closing of Hot Dugs, the final day of Hot Dugs, and Hot Doug is here, but Hot Doug has not seen the documentary. That's correct. I was not. That was part of the deal. I have not been allowed uh, to see it. I'm, I'm very, very nervous. So we are at Hubs. I said we we're on Lincoln Avenue. We're at Hubs, which is an area favorite. And in fact, SNL did a skit about Hubs in the early 90s. That was the, you like of the sauce? The you sauce like of the good. juice. You like of the juice? That's was what it was. Was it that late? Was it the 90s? Yeah, because uh, Rob Schneider it was, was in definitely it. Rob Schneider. I Chris Farley, I believe, may have been part of I think Sandler was sketch. in it, too. Nice. That could be. And Mike Myers. So yeah, you like of the juice? The juice is good, huh? Uh, which I almost forgot about until I pulled in here. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's a big sign, uh, like an artistic depiction of that skit inside Hubs. But a historical document of sorts. I love how they're milking that as if as if people today walking in would be like, oh, yeah, I remember that 30-year-old SNL. <laughs> All right, so that's yours, right? Precisely. Um, so we're distributing the Hubs. It, this is going to be a challenge. Nick thought it would be a good idea to eat chili in the car, which I... <laughs> this would turn out to be a terrible idea. I thought it would be because it has its own container. And stuff, and I didn't. I didn't really think it through. I really needed to go sandwich. I think. Yeah, I got a dipped Italian beef. You I tried may to warn have you won guys. this. Yeah, it's true. Beef. Let me know if this is a beef. All right, we'll see what happens. That looks like an Italian beef. Now, I tried to warn you about Italian beef as well. Yeah. You, you ordered it dipped, Doug, which means it's going to run right down your forearms. Yeah, but onto your car. So, really, yeah. and I've spilled in this car before. Oh, that is like true. Right now, this looks like my Euro plate. Oh yeah. So for the Marcos brothers. You, you are of Hellenic descent. 
This is, true. Is, is this the real thing at Hubs? Well, well, the the, the, the gyro. I mean, the gyro you get in America is not like the gyros you get in Greece. It's made differently. Oh, this is this. this is authentic Greek American. Okay. Yeah, this is. I'll buy that. I'm just kidding with the gyro. It's gyros, people. You got to put a little spin on that R. You do. And if you are going to say gyro, which you shouldn't, add an S. That doesn't make it plural. It's just a word that ends in S. Like, I'm putting that weenus. out there for you. All right, so Doug got the sausage. No, I got the Italian beef. Uh, beef, that's right. <laughs> I just you naturally associate sausage with you. Absolutely. I mean, after you closed hot dogs, did you just say, I'm not going to eat sausage ever again? Oh, gosh, no. No, I was kind that's of when you started bummed. Probably, right? Exactly. I didn't have one <laughs> while I worked there. Uh, no, it's one of the things I, I miss very little about the restaurant, but one of them's the uh, one of the things is the food, and I still still love a good sausage. How's everything going at Wrigley? Everything's going great. It's Except still, for the baseball. Well, you know, it's early. That's I'm going to keep saying that until about Labor Day. Um, did they give you a ring? You deserved a ring. No, they didn't. They did not give me a ring. Seems like I you should have gotten one. You yeah, would think. Like a front of house guy. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> but that's all right. I don't like to be that ostentatious. But I, so, for those of us who maybe haven't gone to Wrigley Field, let's say we're Sox fans, and we haven't had a chance to go to hot dogs at Wrigley, is it just a truncated version of what was in Rock, Roscoe Village? Oh, very much so. It's, I mean, barely scratches the surface. It's three sausages per, and it changes every homestand. Oh. And that's it. And then you can also buy beer, but no, just that's it. All right, so let's talk about the movie for a second. You have right. This it. is where I get to go eat now. Hmm. Uh, so Doug has not been allowed to see it, but now it's done. When does he get? To, when, it's when, true. When, I don't know if he hasn't been allowed as much as he's been uh-oh. dissuaded from watching it. Because we thought it'd be a lot cooler if Doug saw it in a theater and a premiere in front of other people rather than on a computer screen. Yeah, you know, that makes laptop sense. At home, I, I think it'd have a, mo- a little more impact. Uh, Plus, Doug, and Doug, you said you're nervous. Pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty much a hatchet job. That's what he's worried about. And it's, it's, it takes some very, that, d- very dark turns. As long as that dog that fighting scene good. is taken out, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> well, there's yeah, a, I mean, it's a little. I'm a little bit nervous. Just, um, I mean, I've, I've been on TV and things like that, and it still makes me anxious seeing, you know, watching those like segments. That, um, yeah, not nervous as much as probably anxious is probably a better word. Well, probably self conscious, right? Just Absolutely, right. As I think, I mean, you record music. Do you, sure. like, listen to your records? Um, rarely for enjoyment because you, I hear the, the flaws or what could have right. happened. So it's hard. It's harder for me to, yeah, it's harder to, to listen to your own stuff. So let's uh, let's take it back to the initial idea. Yeah. Did the idea come before or after Doug announced he was closing his place? <clears throat> after. So the way I tell it. Trying to be succinct. Chris called me. um, We were talking, I think, that night, right? There was sort of like a frenzy of people and the, you know, satellite trucks rushed out to Doug's restaurant. Did they mention it in the press? (laughs) (laughs) A little. And then um, he called me and we were sort of talking about, like, that people were going crazy about this. And he said, basically, someone should make a documentary about this phenomenon and I said maybe that should be you and that's kind of that's kind of how it started to come together and then this I would assume became a 24-7 effort I mean 
Yeah, it was a lot of hours, I think, as it approached the the yeah. closing date. And then, obviously, afterwards, actually, is when more of it happened. Because no. it's going through the footage and editing that stuff that Chris and our editor, Brian Simpson, did. Shout out to B. Simpson. Now, with the documentary, no, I'm not a filmmaker, you you are, um, but it seems like the, the idea is to kind of go into it without an agenda. Like, you know what visually you want to capture, but you don't really know where it's going to take you, do you? You don't know where it's going to take you. <clears throat> so that's the thing about documentary filmmaking. It's really, the, the film is found in the editing room to some extent, or to a large extent. So you got to have a plan. So we, you know, we worked up some ideas and some themes we wanted to pursue. Mm-hmm. And then we went in and, you know, captured uh, elements that we thought were appropriate. But like you say, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how it's going to go down. So while we had ideas ahead of time, it certainly came out a little differently than mm-hmm. original intention. <laughs> yeah. Is there a fork in that bag, by the way? Uh, I haven't seen one, but we'll look. Give it a peek. I would benefit from a fork. But, okay, my hand works just as well. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> All right, without giving anything away and not ruining it for Doug. I mean, some themes. The restaurant closes. <laughs> what? Right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, one of the themes I picked up on, and I would say this even without seeing the movie, just based on what Hot Dogs is and was and meant, community is a big theme of what you guys put together. Absolutely. Community building, community nurturing. The community and even... To the extent of fandom, right? What what makes people wait in line a couple hours mm-hmm. to go to a restaurant? What makes people get a tattoo? <laughs> Let's talk so, about that. So it's a little beyond community. I would say it is community, but it's even a, maybe a little, little more exaggerated. That is my favorite part of Hot Dogs history, the tattoo, and it is touched on in the documentary again without spoiling anything. Doug, can you talk about that? Sure. Um, so the very quick story, uh, when I first opened, we were basically funded by Lane Tech, like the kids, our original <laughs> location, they would come over, and then a kid who would come, I'm going to say, please help yourself, almost every day, comes in one day, and shows that he got a tattoo of the Hot Dogs logo from on his inner arm, from elbow to wrist. Amazing. And I foolishly said, well, I can't charge you for food anymore. And then it kind <laughs> of apparently word spread. There are tattoo blogs, which I quickly learned about. <laughs> um, and then slowly people would come in and ask, you know, is that true? And I was like, sure. Thinking, well, that's never going to happen again. Uh, and it uh, ended up being, I think, just a little over 100 people. Wow. Amazing. Uh, yeah, pretty crazy. Never charged them. And no one ever really took advantage of it at all. That I was, you know, that's our next uh, documentary. Yeah, but there's some great, just one great stories about it, uh, about the tattoo as well. Did any has anybody expressed uh, regret <laughs> to you that they got it when you like? Did they, anybody get it a week before you announced the yes. closing or something? One person. <laughs> I always warn people: the tattoo is permanent. I am not. And, uh, yes, a kid came in and said, yeah, I got this, like, three days before you announced. Wow. I was like, well, you got, like, four months, five months. Yeah, you some time. Yeah, you have some time, and it's the chance you take in life. Six or seven people got 
like R.I.P. hot dogs tattoos as well after we uh, after we close. Did they just add the R.I.P. to an existing? Tattoo? No, they actually brand new. Uh, wow. I think one may have, but the other people got like That's brand cool. new tattoos, like an R.I.P. Well, better that like than a an, phrase on it. Better that than an R.I.P. hot dog. Uh, yeah. You're telling me <laughs> that would be really distressing. R.I.P. hot dog. Nice knowing you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so back to Team Marcos. Uh oh. Yeah, please. Yeah. Chris, you talked about the fandom, which absolutely is a part of this. Tell me about specifically filming that last day, which was a big pop culture <laughs> moment in Chicago. Yeah. <clears throat> to see your film, it seemed like everyone was in a good mood. Was it? Was that for real? Well, I mean... Because these the, people are waiting what, what, for like what, eight hours for a, a sausage. I will say that what you see is certainly for real. You know, it's all documentary. Nothing is staged. Not one moment. Um, however, the editing process was thorough. And uh, there were certainly <clears throat> some moments we captured that wound up on the cutting room floor, as we say. Uh-huh. Some people may have over-served themselves overnight. I believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll let the mind, you know, just fill in the gaps here. Doug, do you miss the social aspect of the restaurant? That's the only thing I miss. I'm, well, the food, well, I always put in order. I always forget the paycheck. I was going to say the money. Yeah. Um, the, the food, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, my favorite part of the job was, was talking to people. You seem to revel in it, just BSing with people, just making really quick, short, small talk. Yep. And making them feel like, hey, I made a good decision to come here. Exactly. And that was the fun part. And the reason when people ask me, you know, why I didn't open up a second one is like, well, then I don't get to do the the only Mm -hmm. part of the job I like. Running a restaurant, dealing with staff, dealing with all the particulars, all the... Uh, the other chazarai that comes with it. Yeah. That part, <laughs> uh, I could, yeah. Can back the tape up for a second? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, no, thank you. But, yeah, the talking to those, those you know, 45-second uh, conversations and picking up conversations that I'd had the week before with people and seeing uh, people coming back and, and the regulars, and that, that part was awesome, and that I genuinely do miss. I've heard you say it countless times, probably to me too. But when people ask about you getting back into the restaurant restaurant business, it's usually something like a fast hell no, like right. not even a, a moment's hesitation. It, it almost it, it's almost like a bitter response, like oh god no, I'd never do that again. And that is mostly, and that's all a few reasons, but solely because I know exactly how much work it takes mm-hmm. to do that, and. I'm, you know, uh, now 17 years older than I was when I first started it, and I was not young then. And just that... The you look like you're 20. Uh, but it's the Italian beef. Mm. The uh, uh, Sausage uh, keeps a man young. Mm-hmm. That's, it's all the... Yeah, exactly. Wait, what? I it's saw that movie. Hello. Um, knowing the commitment, knowing the physical demand, the mental demand, it just holds absolutely no appeal and there's also an aspect of it for me the story of the restaurant the beginning the middle and the end was perfect was absolutely perfect and to try to recapture that or to do something there's no way to to that it wouldn't be compared to that or i would that i personally wouldn't always compare it to that experience Mm -hmm. and for me it's like this this perfect part of my life that i loved it was great and that's done and time to do something else okay so what is that something else 
Uh, we're we're working. Ridley. I'm really hoping this movie makes like like 150 million dollars. <laughs> I hope it's Guardians is, is of the Galaxy yeah. and then Hot Dogs the movie. Right. If you like Chris Pratt, you're gonna love Hot Dogs. Oh, you'll go. You'll go nuts <laughs> from your lips to God's ears. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. We're still working on that uh, that part of it. I didn't think the plan all the way through. Uh, you do have a podcast. Do have a podcast. Nick and Doug's Sound Explosion, a pure podcast for now. People, was that right? Did I get that right? Yeah, that's that's not unwieldy at all. I think that's great. No, no, I said that with like a mouthful of Italian beef. <laughs> right, let's go back to the movie. It's done. What's next? What's next is a premiere, Chicago premiere. I wish we could announce it right now, but uh, we just haven't uh, inked the contract yet. We've got a bunch of things in the works. We got a little press a couple weeks ago, and phone's been ringing nonstop. Well, Since I, I, then? was that Eater? It was Eater. Because that caused me to send an email like, hey, it's done. Let's let's yeah. talk. Once it was on Eater, then, um, you know, the Tribune picked it up and Chicagoist and DNA Info. And we got all sorts of crazy, wacky uh, inquiries via email, phone, and whatnot. Can Doug cater it? Mm-mm. <laughs> Doug can. Mm-mm. <laughs> JVL, let me ask you a question. Were you a hot dogs man? Mm-hmm. You visited numerous times mm-hmm. when it was open mm-hmm. do you feel that we captured the spirit of hot dogs absolutely in the film absolutely because that's really what we set out to do is here's capture I, the spirit here's what i liked about it hot hot dog doug was a, at the center of it but you really paid great attention to the support the guys who worked in the kitchen for years with doug i mean family i guess would be another theme now that i think about it the, the family you create at work mm-hmm. and that was a family. I mean, this is an industry with ridiculous turnover, and these guys stayed loyal, which I thought was a, a really interesting part of this. Mm-hmm. So you have... I'm nodding in yeah, case so you can't have, hear me. So you have loyalty represented in two different places. You've got the customer loyalty, and you have the staff loyalty. And Doug's loyalty to them. I mean, he, Fair enough. The, any day they were open, he, he was at the front counter. Anyone who, goes, who went there knows that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he wasn't just running a business to make money and... You know, stopping in, pulling his Lexus up. You still drive the Lexus? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, pop, <laughs> popping in to check the receipts. It looks just like a Ford Fiesta, but it's <laughs> well, a Lexus. <laughs> I'm not that good with cars. So. <laughs> I think it's also, there's an interesting thing in there, and maybe you got this out of, of watching it, I think, where there's like a connection between the people who would go there, right? The people who went to the restaurant, uh, even if they didn't know each other. There was, you know, I think a lot of people kind of talked about how they met other people in line, and they visited with people there, and there's just kind of like a, a vibe to the whole thing. Well, I, I think I that think goes back to what I was saying about community. community. It's, yep. like, it's like going to a rock show. Like when you go to a small yeah. punk club, right. there's that shared experience and that shared sense of identity. It's like we discovered something cool right? right. And that other people don't know about. Right. I, I've had alligator and boar sausage. And, you yeah, know, and right. of course, there's right. the haters out there. We know that. I'm sure, you know... There might be some in here. <laughs> there might be some in here. We'll we'll check on that after the podcast. But but that's the thing. It's like for people who weren't into it or aren't going to be into the movie, so be it. But there is a community, like you said, of people who do appreciate the way Doug did things. The food, the community, mm-hmm. the humor, the personality, the environment. And so, you know, that's what we tried to capture, and that's who we captured it for. See, I was wondering as we were waiting in line at Hubs, Knowing that Doug's background or his fame and success is based on these gourmet sausages, this really 
amazing sausage eating experience. And I wondered if going to somewhere like Hubs was, this is the wrong word, but beneath Doug. And uh, what did you say to me, Doug? I, I believe I said that if given the choice of, well, I hate to see, I now Grant now, say let's say a, a restaurant that rhymes with, I don't know, Schmalinia mm. and Hubs, I would pick Hubs, you know, every time. And part of that is I've also been to fine dining, or you know, many fine dining restaurants around the world. And it's great, but, I, you know, one of the things that I miss about the restaurant was this idea that everyone could eat there. Well, that I also, it was inexpensive, that it was mm-hmm. food that was very approachable, mm-hmm. and that it wasn't but was still for great. a select... Appreciate that. But it wasn't just for a select few. Well, the other thing I think is, right, that food, if it's good, it's good. Right? Exactly. It doesn't have to be expensive to be good or quote-unquote fancy or rare. It's right? absolutely you, right. I mean, That's a perfect it, point. And some of the best meals I've had in my life have been you know, incredibly inexpensive right. meals as well. Some of the best meals in my life have been had at Johnny's in Elmwood Park off like North Avenue. Sure. Some of them have been in this car. <laughs> I don't believe that's true, actually. No, nah, the first one wasn't <laughs> no. so much. I can confirm that that is not a fact. I always like to also tell this story. The first time I did the podcast, it was about 20 minutes into it that I realized I could take my seatbelt off. <laughs> I'm, bu- I'm buckled think, up just in case. I think I was actually reaching for something. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I probably don't need that. Well, this is the exciting point where we're going to go to Facebook Live. Oh, is that right? I don't know what that means, honestly. Well, you know what Facebook is? I do. Yeah. Facebook Live is a way to... So if somebody's tuned into your page right now, they'll see us? Um, yes, and Facebook will send out alerts, basically, oh, saying, okay. hey, James Van right, Alsel yeah. is live. Okay. And it's very exciting. All right, um, I'm ready. All right, ready? So we're, we're going to talk about the movie. We're going to talk about sausage. Okay. Excuse me. Whatever you want to talk about. We can talk about music, too. Okay. Yeah. Ready? Here we go. I'm so glad I got this car mount. It looks great. Uh-huh. That's pro. Come on, you, am I still talking into the uh, microphone? Uh, yes, because we're still podcasting. Okay. <laughs> Pardon me? I don't see the on-air sign. That's right. I got confused. Uh-huh. Do you, you have the hub Wi-Fi password? Seriously, this is... Uh, they have lo-fi, I think. Here we go, here we go. Ooh, it's a Are you feeling it? Are you feeling it? Zero. We're okay, live. we're here. We are live. We're live. Car. Doug, lean over. I'm in. That, I that's Hot hopes. Doug. There he is. That's true. Right here. Oh, hot Doug. I'm gonna grab, cause oh, he's going mobile. Yeah. That's Chris Marcos. Yeah. What, what are you doing? Uh, and that's Nick Marcos back okay. there. Hello. These two guys just finished a documentary about that guy right there, Hot Doug. That's true. Weird. So you may have heard there was... Uh, a sausage place over in Roscoe Village called Hot Dogs. Uh, it was in Avondale. It was. Yes, it was. Originally, it was in Roscoe. Originally, Village. it was in Roscoe Village. All right, right. fair enough. Sorry, it was a little sassy of me. I apologize. You are, okay. You are, you are full of sass. We'll edit that out. All right. Uh, no, we're live. We can't edit a damn oh, thing right son now. Of a... uh, so, anyways, Hot Dogs. It went away. It got some press. Uh, and when it was announced that Hot Dog was closing his joint, this guy right here said we should make a movie out of it. So tell about tell us about the documentary. Tell uh, the denizens of Facebook Live about the documentary. It's a slice of life. It's the the story of the closing of hot dogs, the fandom, the food, the people who work there, the institution, the community, the craziness. It's coming out soon this summer. We hope to show all of Chicago hot dogs the movie. Doug, were you surprised uh, talking about that last day, which these guys captured on film? Were you surprised by just how big those lines were? Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, the whole, f- the, 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 from from the moment, I tried to be very subtle 
and cryptic with the announcement and realized uh, people read through that in about eight seconds. Uh, and then the, especially like the last six, seven weeks was just mind boggling and had no real concept of really what was going to happen until it was in the midst of it. So when people came in and ordered on that last day, were they just stocking up? <laughs> there was a little bit of that, and there were actually a few times in the last few weeks that I told, I had told people, it's like, you can't order that much. Because that, at that point, then it's catering, and like we'll shut down the line, and you won't like it. And that's it was one of the... It was a little bittersweet in the, uh, uh, in the sense that the restaurant, especially the last month or so, became something that I didn't want it to be. Mm. I really wanted a place you came in, you had lunch, we got to chit-chat, and then you left. And then it just took on kind of this life. Yeah, I would on, even say from <clears throat> filmmaker's perspective, you know, we did film the, the final days of hot dogs, including the last day. And in the editing process, we, while we wanted to show that, we... We also wanted to give a sense of what the restaurant was usually like. So, you know, that's something we kept in mind the whole time because we wanted to capture the essence of the restaurant, including the closing, but not just the pure insanity the, that the went mania. down at the end. Yeah. yeah, around that. Mania. That's it. So, a hot dog, if people are missing your sausage, as it were. Sure. Wrigley Field? I never get tired of the sausage I, double entendre. How, how could you? Because <laughs> yeah, we're all years now. Still, <laughs> uh, nope, still love it. Yeah, we're all thirteen-year-old boys. Yeah, absolutely. Really. Uh, so people can find your sausages at Wrigley Field. Yes, bleachers only, which is I like it because it's uh, darker. Well, in keeping with the restaurant, kind of a pain in the ass to get to and really limited hours. <laughs> uh, but it is we do. Uh, uh, it's like th- three choices for uh, each game. Uh, but bleachers, you have to have a bleacher ticket. So do you have, like, all access now at Wrigley? I do. Like, your first name with the Ricketts and all that? A, a little bit. You mean yeah. Tommy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of. So Yeah, it, it's very strange. Although, and then there are times that, like, trying to get a return phone call becomes, <laughs> like, like a thing. They're, they're, it's a big company. So I, let's talk They've about... they busy, I've heard. They're a little... <laughs> so the World Series on. year, like, what kind of access? Like, what cool stuff did you as hot dog get to do uh not as cool as i wish it were but i get did you to, get to take I bp to, with the with the team i don't do that but i get to go i get to walk in and i get to go watch a lot of baseball i get to walk in kind of anytime i want to he gets some cool. go before some they open the gates can you go yes oh that's cool yeah i, I have visions of you and like jake arietta doing jameson shots <laughs> really not Pilates me and, me and Jake <laughs> are, those, are those mutually exclusive I mean, it's true, right, it's true. Thank you. Yeah, I, no that a lot of that is uh, it. it's it's a billion dollar company and yeah. you sort of get lulled into thinking it's this pastoral you know uh, family business but it's a it's a big company and the fact I mean having seen enough of this the fact that they get the game going and on time and everything's done it's it's pretty remarkable now i asked this earlier in the podcast but now we're on facebook live hello uh this is the boost mobile broadcast it's looking good i got this thing on the uh, windshield now i've really advanced so i'm not using my hand anymore oh yeah no i'm I'm free to do whatever i want i can wave i can sure nice this is a big uh a big development amazing but uh the movie's coming out and the question doug you always get asked and i'm going to ask it again would you ever open up another restaurant would you ever do this again no 
And uh, wait, wait, we couldn't respectful hear you. pause <laughs> there before just blurting yeah, that. Like, uh, no, um, no. And and like I was saying before, for me, it hot dogs. It was it was great, and it was perfect, and it was this incredible story for me. You know, which was. It's not what you were saying earlier. <laughs> but now we're on Facebook Live, <laughs> and this right. is a whole, whole different thing. Uh, you know, Mr. Sessions might be watching this. Um, I have no Jeff? idea what the hell any of that meant. Yeah, he's totally <laughs> watching. Um, he watches everything. Hi, Donnie. And, but it was such a, 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 a perfect story for me, This, this, the how it started, what all the craziness that uh, went on during the 14 years and how it, you know, how it ended. And to try to, I would never try to replicate that, but even it would always be, if I would open another restaurant for myself, I would always naturally be comparing it to that. And the fact, knowing exactly how hard and how dedicated you have to be to opening a restaurant. And I am not a young man. I wasn't a young man when I started it. I am not a young man now. I, I do want to say like the, it's so daunting and just have no desire. Uh, Chris Reynolds just checked in, said, now I want a hot dog. Oh, That's nice. Nice. That was nice. That, that Thanks, should Chris. be a, a steady state that. of being, though. That should Wrigley never really Field change. Field tomorrow night, bleachers. Or stop on by. I have a grill at home. You know, You've never even to my dog. Yeah. Uh, Dana would also like a hot dog. I think when you guys go to a hot dog joint, now we can't go to hot dogs, but when you go to a hot dog joint, do you get one for the road? Like when I have to go retrieve hot dogs for the family, I always get a snack hot dog. Nice. Snack dog? Because one hot dog is never enough. You cannot. Never. S- Thank you. Yeah. I just ordered two. One we is might really have to just. call up Todd. He'll, he'll be on that trail with you. Yeah. I, I always make one disappear before I make it home. Mm-hmm. And they're usually like two or three bucks. I mean. Right. Sure. It's, li- it's not the money, is it? <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not the money. <laughs> Definitely not. No, because and people ask me, he's like, you know, we're ever sick of hot dogs. Like, never. I still love them. I still when you have a good hot dog. It's well. awesome. Do you make They're Vienna really beef at home? What kind of hot dog do you buy? That's a great question, Chris. If I do regular hot dogs, yeah, I'll do. I'll do. I'll stop by the Vienna store and get Vienna beef. Or I love going to the sausage to the factory. Yeah. Oh my god, that's the best because you can eat like these perfect out of a catalog Chicago hot dogs yep. with the with the guys who work in the in the plant. Yeah, absolutely. Like side by side in their cafeteria. Also, great corned beef sandwiches. Yes, yeah. I do like the yeah. Vienna corned beef. Yeah, did not know that. Yep. Although I believe that to be an oxymoron. That's okay. You don't like corned beef? You don't like Negative. corned beef? What's up with that? Uh, I think the Reuben's a perfect sandwich. Uh, it is. It yeah. is. I would put a, a Cuban sandwich and a Reuben one and two. Because they rhyme or no? And I, I, I question the hot dog is a sandwich. We've talked about that. Um, but if a hot dog is oh, considered a sandwich, what's your stance on that? Mine. <laughs> I. Um, oh, he's been clear. Place? Yeah, it's not. Okay. I believe the Latin sui generis. It is a thing of itself. A hot dog is a hot dog. I love a sandwich is a hot He went sandwich. to Latin school. I'm your Venn diagram, sense. they do not uh, meet. I thought you were your pro hot dog is sandwich. No. I, I misunderstood your position. That's all right. Yeah. Thank I'm, glad, I'm glad you're it. exactly. All right. So the movie is Hot Dogs the Movie. It is. And we're just waiting for the debut. I have seen it. Doug has not. I have not. This is where you say it was awesome. I mean, it, was it was awesome. awesome. <laughs> oh, that's wait. Who says I can't say it? All right, all no, right. I can say it. Uh, it's I great. Thought it was awesome. Here's what's great about it, and it was awesome. And thank you for prompting me. Uh, what I like about it for. is you need not have ever gone to Hot Dogs to appreciate the movie. You know what? That's great. For, as a filmmaker, that that's great to hear because we wanted to make a film that obviously 
fans of hot dogs mm-hmm. would enjoy, but that anyone should be able to watch and, and get something There are from certain it. certain themes. We talk about this in the podcast, which will roll out in two weeks. Uh, we talk about certain themes that come up, but things like community and family, those are there whether intentional or not, but those resonate with people who maybe have never been to the, to the restaurant or maybe don't even like meat. Yeah, that's good. I'll tell you what, I was vegan for a while and uh, used to go into hot dogs. We had quite some times talking about that, didn't we? That's true. I vaguely remember that. <laughs> vaguely. I was so you drunk. You were drunk <laughs> again. All right, so... It was 14 years. It was a lot to get. It was a tough day. It's a lot of drinking. Yeah. Well, I have a hard time with names. I'm terrible with names. And it's nothing I'm proud of. But, Doug, you would have people roll through your restaurant nonstop for X amount of years. Are you good with names? Could you, like... Horrible. So was it one of those, hey, buddy, how are you doing? Senator, <laughs> chief, doctor... Uh, can commander? Should I? I can admit something at this point. Yeah, I, like I had underneath the uh, uh, underneath the counter. I, I don't even know this. this is you don't know this? No. Underneath the counter, I had cheat notes um, of people, <laughs> and I have very small handwriting. Well, now I'm gonna have to. And I would write the, the person's name when I finally got it, and a little like my description of them. Right, tall guy, red hair. Precisely, or look like somewhat, you know, looks like, you know, Harry Potter. So great. Uh, And I would pull the old, oh, I think, let me look for something when I'd see them in line, like Bredora when they got close to the line, and and no, and then find the uh, the card. Yeah. So what happened when the guy with the beard and the tattoos walked in? How did you remember? (laughs) That guy, a beardy guy. I, I would always remember... I, I mean, I knew, obviously, who they were, but names, horrible. I knew what they wanted to order. I knew, you know, like, the story that we talked about previously. Um, you know, I knew, like, you know, whether it was uh, someone talking about baseball or, or music or, or whatever. Right. But uh, but names, there were, and, there, and it would only do with people whose names, oh, I should know after visit number 17. See, I think this is actually, did you just think to do that, or did you hear about that doing that somewhere? Because I've no done cards? that. Uh, yeah, because I did that when I started a job a few years ago. I kept a notebook with me, and as I met people, knowing that I have this horrible inability to remember people, I would write down, you know, red hair, uh, marketing, yeah. or, you know, black hair, HR, avoid, whatever those notes <laughs> were. But that was the only way I could do it. Likewise. And there were some people, like, right away, like, knew their, like, told me their name, no problem, like, right away. But they're just this, and, 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 I have no idea if there was like a theme among people, but certain people absolutely flat out could not remember their names. And then you get to that point where you can't ask. Right. You, yeah, it's, it's just too late. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so th- those are the people I would try to overhear, like, you know, hopefully, like the, you know, the, the, the spouse would say the name and then I could try to remember it and then write it down, like, you know, the moment they left. I was going to say, so what would happen? Because when you took someone's order, you would write down their name, right? Like, oh, Chris ordered, uh, you know, this and that and the other. So did you ever wind up in a point where you're like, it's time to write their name down, but I don't want to ask them? And then, then we'd pull the old, oh, God, you know, I'm getting on in years. You're, you know, uh, I had a rough night last night. Uh, and then kind of do the old so, uh, name. And then once in a while, someone would catch, was like, you can't remember. I was like, yeah, you know. I took a shot. <laughs> All right, so Doug, while we're still on Facebook Live and we're still recording this podcast, you were known for exotic, interesting, cool sausages. I can live with that. What were two or three of your favorites? Like meats, we've maybe things like boar are common in your world. Like, what were some of the more exotic things that you think were really cool and more people should have tried? Um, that's a good question. 
Uh, Aardvark? It wasn't really so much like the different animals as much as it was some of the different like styles of sausage. Like we did a like a boudin blanc, which is this You're going to need to translate for us. That's right. <laughs> I, it's a Korean sausage, obviously. Uh, it, it's this pork and veal and <clears throat> milk sausage. So it's really this sort of soft textured kind of, and a lot of chicken livers in it as well. So this kind of this funky, softer textured uh, uh, sausage that I think was fantastic. That was a more a tougher one to sell because certain things like people would, you know, if it was alligator, no problem. Even the wild boar, any of the unusual animals like, oh, okay, I'll try kangaroo. Um, some you had kangaroo sausage. Yeah. Anything yeah, that might be on Animal Planet sells yeah. well. <laughs> we could stuff it into a grinder. Uh, uh, would you say so it was totally in the pocket? Nah, I see what you did. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got more. Nice. Uh, and uh, but that <laughs> was wow! Well, I think that eye roll from Nick actually translated <laughs> to Facebook Live. That's great. Say, yeah. You can actually see that. Wow, <laughs> exactly. That's good. So yeah, it was more like kind of not the 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 animals as much as kind of the unusual sausages. We did one called Andouillette, which is not like Andouille at all. Basically, like an intestine stuffed with more intestines, and yet people didn't really. It's so go meta. For it. Exactly. Uh, a blood sausage. Sold a good amount of it, but not as much as... And only Klingons were ordering that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, so uh, is blood yeah, sausage, is it blood? Is that what we're talking about? I mean, it's literal. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, there's uh, either usually cow's blood. Because there's those things, like when they call it sweet breads, it's not sweet and it's not bread. Correct. You know? Because like thyroid gland just doesn't <laughs> sound as appealing. On I, I have a sweet bread story. Uh, I was at... Who doesn't? I was at Q101. This was maybe late 90s, and I was vegetarian at the time. It was an interesting phase. Um, and I went out to, a, it was a record company dinner at Spago in River North. And, you know, Spago was... It was the thing. Yeah, it was the thing. So so were record companies. So, exactly. <laughs> oh. yeah, exactly. Uh, so we went out to the restaurant. I think it was a couple of disc jockeys, a couple of programmers. And I honestly forgot what the label was. But I'm looking at the menu. And usually when I went out for dinner as a vegetarian, I could find something on the menu whether it was a salad, I could always find something that I'd be able to eat. And I'm looking at the menu, I'm like, oh, sweetbreads. In my head, I thought they were pumpkin bread and zucchini loaf. I don't know what I was thinking. It, it was not thyroid gland. No, no, no. So the waitress comes by, and I order the sweetbreads, and everyone at the table knows me. They're like, Jesus Christ, what are you thinking? You're vegetarian. That's, that's the farthest thing from it. I'm like... It's not like pumpkin bread and stuff. <laughs> no, you fucking moron! Are you kidding me? That's great. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. But here's the interesting thing. Did you thing. send them back? Uh, well, I mean, it was it was caught at the moment oh, of ordering. Okay, okay. <laughs> but they didn't have an option for me. Like Spago didn't have a vegetarian. Like they, they wouldn't just be like, you know what? We do have vegetables, and we'll make something for you. Then no, no. No, I I, I remember kind of roughing it for that meal. I don't but, think they would. I can't imagine there's any restaurant now that doesn't. I can't imagine. Yeah, it's I couldn't imagine that day and age. Yeah. I mean, even when when I opened uh, hot dogs, we had a veggie dog yeah. on the menu sure. right at the beginning because then my feeling was, well, you know, there's a group of six people coming from an office, and one of them's a vegetarian. I still want them to come to the restaurant. Uh, and we sold a lot of them in the movie. Uh, Steve, I ate a number of them. Steve Albini's in the movie. Uh, do you get along with Steve Albini? Do I? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because he seems like the kind of guy who gets along with nobody. He, 
Were you there when we were filming? <laughs> really? I, you know what? I served him food. JK. We talked <laughs> baseball. You know, it was like I think there, there was, you know, I wasn't asking him for, you know, anything or recording. So, no, we actually got along swimmingly. The movie is Hot Dogs the Movie. It is. This guy had the idea. These guys together made it happen. Uh, and it'll come out sometime this summer. Yes, absolutely. So there will be a big a thing. There will be Stay a big tuned. release. Stay tuned. Walk the red carpet. It's going to be those, huge. Like, like things? I hope so. I hope so. Oh yeah, you got to have those, um, or at least a guy with like a flashlight. Sure. Or his what's another? What's another few grand? We'll have a couple gloves, right? In for a penny, right? Exactly. Uh, thank you, Facebook Live, for watching. Really appreciate it. Thank oh, you and so I should much. mention. Exciting. Did I say we're at Hubs? Marty, what up? Oh, you should hold that up. That's yeah, good. we're at Hubs. I've been eating some euros. I've been doing this. I've been doing this. Nick ordered chili, which is perfect for car eating. Uh, but thank you. This episode will be live. You'll hear everything with. Nick and Chris and Hot Doug uh, two weeks from today on Carcon Carney thanks to Boost Mobile and thank you for watching Peace here we out. go I'm going to finish this finish it finish ending live well video now how cool is that it's like having a GoPro it's pretty, cool. pretty cool yeah. it's pretty cool looks great screen it goes a little soft yeah, focus like but I'm going to I'm going to work through it emotionally <laughs> uh, you know uh, alright I think we're done with that all right, nice. so we have successfully completed the Facebook Live portion of the day. Okay. Uh, and I guess that wraps it up. We, we kind of said it all. That's it. The movie's on the way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love and adore all three of you. I really That's glad we got nice to do this. You. Thank you for having us. Yeah, very generous nice of you. Of you. This the is tr- my third time, and I would, I'll come sit in the back of this car anytime. Do you sit in a different seat every time? I think he actually I has. <laughs> I think That's right. I have. Now I think I've sat, in, except for the driver's seat, I've sat <laughs> in the other three. You're kind of like the Alec Baldwin of Carcon Carne. But I go. think it's He's the going, go-to guy. No, I started in Nick's seat, so I was going to say the coffee it down. Was like sort of like a volleyball rotation, but it's not. I kind of sausages for closers. Nice. All right. Uh, again, thanks to Boost Mobile. Thank you, Chris Marcos. Thank you, Nick Marcos. Thank you, Hot Freakin' Doug. Uh, Thank you, JVO. 